Walter, CEO of Long Island Cares, the Harry Chapin Regional Food Bank. And welcome back to another episode of Breaking Bread from Long Island Cares, our YouTube program that brings you inside the workings of the Regional Food Bank, but also we get an opportunity to introduce you to people from Long Island that are making a difference in the nonprofit and human services field. But today, we're focusing in on some of the workings of Long Island Cares. We have with us today Samantha Abella and Laura Simmons, both members of the Long Island Cares family. They are our nutritionists. And if you think the only thing we do as a food bank is give out food to people who need it, nope, that's not true. We have to purchase a certain way, we distribute a certain way, and we try to make sure that we're maintaining healthy diets out in the community because often people that are food insecure are struggling with other issues. So Sam, let's start with you. What does a nutritionist do at a food bank? So there's a lot of pieces to this. Um, so really, my main focus is purchasing healthy foods that mm -hmm. we can give out to the community. So focusing on lots of fruits and vegetables, um, fresh whenever we can, um, our lean proteins, whole grain foods, really focusing in on those nutritious, healthy, staple foods for the food pantries and soup kitchens. It's a pretty important role because we spend every year millions of dollars purchasing food out on the open market by the truckload uh, and deciding what foods are healthy, what foods are going to help people who are food insecure that may have other challenges in their life like health issues and medical concerns. Uh, what goes in when you look to advise our staff, our supply chain staff and our warehouse staff on getting food what goes into the process for you? Um, so there's a lot of education pieces to that. So not just staff, but even to our member agencies too. Mm -hmm. um, so I help to educate our agencies on um, you know, different health conditions and maybe some foods that would be good for someone that might be visiting a pantry mm -hmm. that maybe has diabetes or has high blood pressure. So then they're able to make those recommendations uh, you know, to their guests. Because as, as we know, people who are food insecure, especially people who are uh, living at the poverty level uh, have other issues in their lives and so it's important for us whether it's diabetes whether it's heart disease uh, other medical concerns to make sure that if they're coming to a food pantry or if they're coming to the food bank to pick up emergency food that we try to make sure they have the most healthiest food that we can provide them with right absolutely there we go yeah Laura, you have a totally unique role at Long Island Cares because you lead one of our uh, signature programs, that being the JSY program, JSY being Just Say Yes to Fruits and Vegetables. And you also are out there doing a lot of community education and a lot of uh, interaction with our member agencies. So talk to us about JSY and, and what you focus on. Sure. As nutritionists for JSY, Just Say Yes to Fruits and Vegetables, our main initiative is to increase the amount of fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. that we eat every day. Only one in 10 Americans actually consume the recommended amount of fruits and vegetables. So my role comes into play. I work directly with the community, directly with family and participants from low-income communities, and I educate them how to make the most of their food dollars, how to cook safely, how to enjoy delicious recipes as well while on a budget. 
And I also do recipe demos with all of my participants where I teach them how to utilize those foods from the pantries. And we have all different lessons. We want to increase our fruits and vegetables. We want to stretch our food dollars. We want to talk about meal planning, mm -hmm. the decrease in sugar-sweetened beverages, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. You said something interesting to me. You know, we're witnessing right now inflation at the supermarket. Yes. Uh, some have estimated that the cost of the average uh, food basket for a family has gone up by 30% in the last year alone. What is it that you can do to help a family stretch their food dollars? That's a very good question. I would say especially because of the rise in food prices, especially produce, meats, things like that, I will talk about the benefits of fresh produce versus canned mm -hmm. versus frozen because our frozen and our canned options are a lot less expensive right. and they have a better shelf life. Mm -hmm. And many people think that they're not as nutritious because they're not fresh produce, but that is very incorrect. So that's a large part of the budgeting aspect where we want to have our participants using more canned, more frozen produce, mm -hmm. especially at a time like this when they can cost so much. That's, that's an interesting point because I think a lot of people would feel that if you buy fresh, let's say from a local farmer's market, that it would be less expensive. But then again, if you look at what goes on in the supermarket, you could get five cans of a certain product, you know, for like $3 mm -hmm. as opposed to going to a farmer's market, and not a farmer's market, to the supermarket and trying to get, you know, something more fresh, it's more expensive. Yes and people don't uh, realize that. In meeting with the agencies, what are you seeing in terms of the population on Long Island that's food insecure? What are some of the medical concerns they're having? We, we all know about diabetes and keeping the sugar down, but there's other things going on. Look, people who are food insecure, just by the nature of being poor, if that's what the population is, uh, are prone to sickness and conditions. So what are you seeing? So definitely a lot of heart health issues too is mm. kind of included in there. Um, mm. A lot of sodium, uh, people who are on lower sodium diets and really just that education aspect of showing mm. them how they can still eat low sodium, you know, choosing foods from the food pantry. Um, so that's a big one too as well as I know you mentioned the diabetes mm -hmm. and the sugar sweetened drinks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even special diets, some people might be following you know maybe a vegetarian diet or right. maybe they need to choose foods that are gluten free mm -hmm. for medical reasons. So these are some other things that you know you find in the in the pantries and soup kitchens. We've been doing a lot of talking about cultural diversity in the last almost a year now. Uh, in fact, Long Island Cares is embarking on a diversity study amongst our agencies and the populations they serve. How do you, as nutritionist, who is, you know, advising us on ordering food, how do you learn about the various cultural products that may be out there that we haven't maybe dealt with in the past, like yucca or star fruit or things like that? Uh, so when I go out into to visit our member agencies, mm -hmm. I ask them. I always ask them, you know, what do your guests want? Are they requesting, you know, fruits or vegetables that maybe we're not familiar with, or that they might not be familiar with? And so I try to ask a lot of questions when I'm out in the field to really learn from you know people who who know best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you're doing, Laura, you're doing JSY demonstrations at the member agencies, at the programs. Yes. Uh, do the agencies invite people to come to the demo? So you're doing this in front of a group of people? Yes, it's a group of people. Mm -hmm. And I'm everywhere from libraries to temporary housing to... To other type of programs that are out there? Pantries. Yeah, Food pantries as well, um, homeless shelters, mm -hmm. rehab facilities. So I'm working with the agencies, but most importantly, I'm working directly with the community and the people who need us the most. And I know that the feedback has been very positive. And I know, I gotta share with you that our two nutritionists, Sam and Laura, are responsible for the best aromas of food wafting through our <laughs> building at Long Island Cares. We smell the garlic, we smell the onions, we smell the spices, because the two of them are always cooking up a storm. And we become the guinea pigs of what they're making. But so far, it's worked out really great. What, what would you like to see happen uh, with this new year to come? What would you like to be focusing on? Anything more than what you're doing now? Bring something new to the table at the food bank? Uh, well, I know you mentioned the cultural kind of aspect of mm -hmm. food, and I think that's very interesting and very, um, you know, with the times now, just being more aware of, sure. you know, not everybody eats the same way. Maybe they don't cook the same way or with the same ingredients. So kind of diving deeper into that and learning mm -hmm. more about that. When you meet with our member agencies, because this really isn't, you know, something that perhaps may be on the priority of things that our member agencies are thinking about, because many of them think about how much food can I get in, how much food could I give out to the people in need, how can I procure food on my own, uh, in addition to what Long Island Cares and the Harry Chapin Food Bank uh, give them. What, what do you see when, when you meet with our agencies? Uh, is the education something coming to them that's sort of new or they sort of have a grasp on, look, I know I have to address good nutrition, but does this make it easier for them? Does this put it into perspective for them? I think absolutely it does with the education that we offer. Some people may have a general understanding of maybe budgeting or eating more fruits and vegetables, but I feel like once we go into depth with it, they are very responsive and they're mm -hmm. learning a lot and especially with our recipe demos where we're utilizing that food from pantries and food that is available to them making low-cost recipes and just having them try something new mm -hmm. it's great to get feedback that someone liked one of our recipes so much sure. that they went home and they prepared it on their own absolutely and you know what you've done with the uh, the work you've done in the training kitchen uh, in our facility in Hopog. I mean, just putting together what's available at a local food pantry, what may be available in the family's own pantry, mm -hmm. can be cooked many different ways. And you've also resurrected a program that I've been tremendously fond about, and that's our guest chefs fighting hunger. Uh, you guys recently had a very large demo uh, at Long Island Cares with Haskell Seafood, uh, because we don't deal, well, I shouldn't say we don't, in the past, we haven't dealt with a lot of fresh seafood in terms of providing that to our member agencies, but now we do. Uh, how has Kitchen Studio uh, impacted your ability to do your work? It's gotta be a good resource to have. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we get to kind of, um, I guess, play around with different types of foods, <laughs> you know, maybe things that we're not even that familiar with, yeah. but to try different recipes and then taste it and be able to bring it out to the community. It's been a great help and resource, yeah. When you're doing your presentations in the community, whether it's at a member agency or at a library, what are some of the more common questions that people ask you? think hard about this one. I do have to think hard about this. <laughs> I mean, do people come to you and talk to you about their health conditions or oh, say, absolutely. look, you know, I could probably lose five pounds, mm -hmm. you know, lose 10 pounds. How, you know, could I go about that? Because you can, you can develop a meal plan for people. Mm -hmm. You can really, you know, people can come to you and because you're dietitians, you can put together, you know, a whole plan in terms of what people should be eating to maintain good health, right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, definitely weight loss. That's definitely a big one. I think mm. um, a lot of people do associate with nutrition and you know weight loss, even though it's not the main focus, but it's a big focus. And sure. a lot of people are trying to lose weight. And I feel a lot of people are unfamiliar with some of the ingredients we may be using, or they don't know how to cook them properly, mm -hmm. or what to incorporate them into. So I think they really get a lot from that, I feel. Feedback wise. I agree with you 100% because, you know, we've always said at Long Island Cares at least that it takes more than food to feed the hungry. It's one thing to give a person in need or a family in need a box of food or a bag of food. It's another thing to teach them how to prepare it, yes. teach them how to use it in a, as a menu. I haven't even uh, begun to broach the topic of children's nutrition which is a whole nother program in itself. Mm -hmm. uh, because right now we've basically run out of time. But I do want to thank Samantha Rabella and Laura Simmons from Long Island Cares for joining us today on Breaking Bread. If you like what you're watching, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel right here on YouTube. And uh, we will talk more about vegetables and programs to come. <laughs> This is Paul Pactor, CEO of Long Island Care. See you next time. Thanks for watching.